Hello and welcome to another podcast. It is Coach Mark in Manila here from a noisy, a noisy Manila today. Um, I'm from eslbusinessenglishexperts.com and initial-impact.com here to help you push forward with your English as either a native or second language. Um, and apologies in advance if you do hear any extra noises in this podcast. Uh, we seem to be having a lot of maintenance being performed at the moment in the building where I'm currently staying. So uh, it is inevitable we may hear a little bit of hammering or banging or vacuum cleaning for some strange reason anyway it always adds to some interesting uh, background noise but it's not very good and i apologize for that but i don't want to stop podcasting so today we're going to speak about ielts again there's so much to tell you about it isn't there and i keep getting loads of different questions in one of the key questions i have is what about the use of fillers or umming and ahhing in your ielts response when you're doing the spoken part of the test let's talk about it because it is causing a lot of concern and um, i'm getting asked the question do i get a lower score if i use um and ah uh, and are fillers okay to use and you know it's a very good point isn't it really Okay, so will an um and an R lower your score? And let's talk about how or why and what you should do. Okay, so bear in mind, fluency is 25% of your marks for IELTS speaking. There are a number of aspects um, involving this particular criterion, but one of them, of course, is the ability to speak without hesitation. So you want to sound natural and the language to flow nicely. Um, umming and ahhing obviously disrupt the flow of speaking and lower your frequency um, of being able to express yourself and unfortunately can lower your fluency as well, your score, right? So let's talk about the fillers. So fillers are words that um, use gaps, okay? So fill gaps that we use to fill the gaps. Um, it means that obviously you can continue speaking by filling in gaps. So um, for example, you may get asked, um, I don't know, a question like, do you think men and women like the same types of gifts for Christmas, right? Um, now, you might think, well, I don't know what to say about this. So a filler would be, well, uh, let me see. Um, to be honest, I haven't thought about it before. Um, and then you launch into your answer. Well, I suppose men and women do prefer different types of gifts. Um, and I suppose that on the one hand, you know, men might prefer more active gifts and, you know, whatever it is. But you see what I'm trying to say here. That is an example of a filler. Now, when you use fillers, it means you are still using words to fill in the space while you think of a good answer. So your language isn't stopping here, is it? And therefore it doesn't break down. Your fluency is still strong, okay? And therefore that's good for IELTS speaking. So you can use fillers, okay? That's really important for you to know. Um, um and are, like, uh, uh, a sound. And that's a problem. They represent a breakdown in language. It shows that IELTS examiner, you're not able to continue speaking. So let's look at um, possible answers here to a question. And then you tell me, what do you believe is the better answer here? So if the question was, um, how would you improve your career if you had a chance? Then a response that goes, um, uh, I suppose that um, I... I think, um, well, I guess I would probably go back to university if I could afford it. Okay, that's the first answer. The second option is this, same question. Well, um, let me have a think about it. Um, I haven't really considered about improving my career, to be honest, I enjoy what I do. Um, I'm not sure what I would want to change about my career, but I guess if I had to choose something different, I might want to go back and become a brain surgeon. Right. Now, which do you think is the better answer? 
Yeah, exactly. The second one contains a lot of language, even though I have bought a lot of time, haven't I, by using those fillers, it's not going to be a problem. Because remember, the examiner is doesn't care less about your plans for your career. They're just asking you these questions to check your fluency, all right? They want to hear your English language. They don't want to hear noises like, ah, um, ooh, or a vacuum cleaner, <laughs> all right? They don't want to hear that. Okay, so you can clearly understand the second answer does contain a bigger range of tenses, grammar features, and vocab. So that is fine. So don't panic. The umming and ahhing is a difficulty. Okay, so it's very true that you know native speakers, we all do it. I do it a lot. Um, use like I did just there. This what we're thinking. Um, but it should be avoided as much as you possibly can in that test because, of course, you want to show you can maintain an almost constant flow of speech. And the examiner will obviously allow you a few ums and ahs because that's normal, um, but usually only in relation to ideas. This is important. So if you um and ah when it comes to giving the ideas, they will allow you some leeway. That's a nice word, some leniency there. Okay. Um, and even then, clearly, um, you can still fill the gaps with language, really, isn't it? I mean, I think that it's important. It's not an ideas test, as we say. It's a language test. So if you use um a lot or uh like that because you're stuck for a word and need to think about the language, it will definitely lower your score. So this is the bad news, people. If you're an um or an, or an ara, try to find another word like okay or right like I do. You probably noticed that a lot. I have when I listen back to myself. We all do it. We all have words that we will use to either signify, well, we're pausing, we're considering where we're going to go next in the speech. But the, the importance for your IELTS test is to use a word, not a sound. Okay, that's really important. So, and you hear there. So, when I say so, I'm buying time to go to the next thought. So, you can hear how I'm doing it now. And try to copy that yourself. See if you can get rid of your ums and your ahs by using okay, right, so, well. <laughs> Actually, these are all filler words, clearly, but they are better than the sounds. In fact, 100% better from your IELTS point of view. Clearly, from a listener's point of view, we'd like to eliminate them totally, but I'm not a robot and neither are you. So, you know, we can't do that. AI can do that, clearly. Um, but there you go. Um, there, you hear it again. So we all do it. We all do it. But you want to keep them to um, a minimum because otherwise it will definitely lower your score. Any pauses which are language, relate, uh, language related will lower the score. So learn to use the fillers um, or ask the examiner to repeat the question so you have thinking time. Yes, you can. It won't affect your score. So um, if you need time to think in part one, ask the examiner to repeat the question. And you can do it a couple of times. It shouldn't affect your score as far as I'm aware. Um, clearly in part three, you can ask the examiner to repeat or explain the question. Um, once is probably enough and that won't affect your score as well. Okay. Also, prepare ideas for topics to really avoid the um and are in the first place. So really, as you know, with IELTS, it is such a diverse test. You need to be well-versed, that's a good expression, with so many different topics and ideas, all right? So try to do that. The more prepared you are, the more you'll have to say. And of course, the more you have to say, you know, and the more you practice the questions, the fewer ums and ahs you should find you're producing. The top tip, though, on this is to record yourself speaking about a topic, 
Do this in your 10 minutes every day for 28 days. Practice, please. And you will notice if you um and ah and where you tend to get stuck and then work on improving the vocab or the knowledge of that particular subject. It will help you fine tune it much faster. Um, and there, <laughs> there's an um, it will assist you, all right, to try and eliminate as many of those ums and ahs as possible. So I hope this has again, uh, once again been helpful for you. If you found it helpful, please send it to somebody else who you know also needs some help. Do feel free to subscribe to my newsletter. Um, People do stand a chance to win a free session with me in that newsletter sign-up, so it's always worthwhile doing that. Um, and if you can possibly sponsor a podcast, that would be greatly appreciated because it helps me keep this content free for as many of you as I possibly can. Thank you so much for listening. Remember to practice 10 minutes every day for 28 days consistently, and you should start to see a vast improvement in your English, whether it be your listening skills, your reading, your writing, whatever it is you're trying to focus on, okay, that is going to assist you. So give it a go. You've got nothing to lose, and let me know how you get on. I'll see you soon. Take care. Sorry to jump in at the end of your podcast, but I wanted to say a big thank you for listening. And if you love the podcast and would like to help me keep them free, do consider sponsoring me. You can subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month to sponsor a segment. Or if you want to do something as a one-off, you can click the link again in the show notes and buy me a coffee. It's a great way to help me spread this word as far and wide as possible to people like yourself who perhaps can't afford to get high-level English coaching but need to access this information all the same. I really appreciate your help and a big thank you for doing so. Also, if you are somebody looking to get into coaching, Maybe you're an English coach or perhaps you are another professional. Maybe you're a life coach or you might be a mental health counsellor. Basically, anybody who is in a caring or supportive profession or maybe you, you coach people in different academic subjects, I'd like to feature your podcast on my show and give you a chance to reach my audience. Yes, totally free of charge. All you have to do is follow the links down below in the show notes to find out how you can connect with me and send me your files. I will upload them to the show and you can basically reach my audience and build your own business. There are no catches at all. I'm simply here to offer my platform to help as many other professionals in a related field as myself to reach as many students as we can. And together, I believe we can do a lot better. Thank you for listening again. See you soon.